It's a quarter past five. The big news over the last week. British, Canadian and Australian high commissions now are among some of the embassies in South Africa that have communicated with their citizens on the U.S. embassy's warning of a possible terror attack in Santon on Saturday. Uh, I thought it was Sunday, but let's say the weekend. Uh, back of the South African government, they've discredited the U.S. embassy's warning. Let's find out what this could mean for you and I and how we can approach this security risk. Martin Yui is senior researcher and technical coordinator at the Enact Project at the Institute for Security Studies. Martin, thanks very much. Do we take this U.S. Embassy warning seriously? Yes, uh, I think we we definitely should not ignore it. Um, it is uh, an alert that uh, is meant for us to to exercise uh, caution. Um, we uh, have our security awareness in place, uh, but not to panic. So it's not something to to panic. It's just for us to uh, to mine our environment, mine where we are, mine where we put our foot. Um, in the case where some people might want to do harm. One of the things that's come out recently, Martin, is South Africa are a little bit aggrieved by this announcement because South Africa are saying that this has interrupted work that they were doing. South African intelligence knew about something and there were going to be arrests happening soon, but the U.S. have now since scuttled that by that announcement. What do you make of that? Yeah, we, we've had that, uh, that theory part of it. Um, announcing it uh, does not, you know, um, I think announcing it is to warn the public. I don't think that um, it takes it away because um, the U.S. has a responsibility to its citizen. Uh, if uh, an American were to be uh, injured or killed in an attack that the government knew that uh, such an attack was going to happen, and it did not inform its people, um, it will be brought to court mm. and most likely pay damages. So I think this is um, what makes uh, some government, especially Western government, um, to uh, wherever they have a credible threat to warn their citizens to avoid or to take uh, various security measures um, at a specific point in time. And I think this is what they did. But I don't think that um, by releasing the information, you actually cause the South African not to be able to pursue the individual that they were pursuing. Um, because we've seen incidents where such an alert was actually issued uh, and the South African uh, um, uh, security apparatus were still able to arrest the individuals. Mm. Um, I think the Tusi case is one typical case of uh, that nature, um, where there were warnings, and uh, but yet that did not uh, actually um, it did not damage any uh, process that the, the South African intelligence was pursuing. Right. Uh, it, what is the communication like, Martin Yui, between South Africa and the U.S. and other nations as well when it comes to this? Because South Africa fighting back quite hard uh, and sources saying that there's just zero communication between different intelligences across the country, uh, across the world. Look, look um, yeah, one, sh- one should not overreact uh, to uh, what is being said uh, now, because I think that what is happening, I see a two-track process. I see 
um, the government or politicians, on the one hand, I see intelligence, on the other hand, mm. you talk to intelligence, they tell you something else, they tell you, yes, they did receive the alert before it was published, uh, but you talk to government officials, they will tell you, no, nothing like that happened, we were not informed, and we are extremely angry at the U.S. government for um, publishing such uh, uh, such information without our knowledge and so on and so forth. So um, I think it's a matter of uh, really communication, but uh, one will also understand the, the fact that this information is published by U.S. security apparatus, the intelligence, who operate on their own modus operandi. They have their own procedures, uh, how they do things, and informing politicians. Look, we are already we are already bashing that they publish the information where they, they inform. Imagine they had shared that information with politicians, that there is this uh, um, attack that is going to occur and so on. So yeah. they, they are fearful that this information may leak. Right. Um, you know, so that sharing of intelligence is something that uh, is restricted to those who do intelligence. Um, but I know that in Africa, there is a general discontent uh, between African security apparatus, the intelligence, and U.S. intelligence. Yes. And the complaint is that uh, the U.S. does share intelligence, but that intelligence is hardly complete. Um, most information is redacted in Washington before it comes here, and when it comes, there are so many questions that our security agencies are asking, mm. they are asking, and the U.S. is unable to provide answers. Right. If it is that, that's the problem that we face, not really one of sharing okay. information. Uh, Martin, from your perspective at the Institute for Security Studies, what is our current terror threat level, for lack of a better word? We've, we've heard stories about foreigners, and it was on this program when I was filling in a while ago, uh, about fundraising and ISIS making their way into places in this country. Is it something that as South Africans we should worry about, or do you think our security services are on top of this? I think the, the security forces, are, they're on top of it. Um, they are doing their best. Uh, and I think that one needs to also recognize and if not congratulate them for having done a good job since 20, uh, um, uh, since 2002, uh, the time that South Africa last experienced a major terror attack. Um, and the fact that, you know, they've been able to keep the lead on the country um, for such a long time, I think uh, this is something that one um, really should appreciate. Uh, but I think that there is also, I mean, what when you speak to them, they are also fearful that uh, this uh, the threat could go beyond their current capacity. Um, and we know that South Africa has deployed um, in Mozambique. There are South African forces in Mozambique, um, which is um, against the interests and wishes of the Islamic State, which actually wants South Africa not to do so. So I will say that um, because of that alone, uh, the, uh, the threat uh, of an attack in South Africa is uh, it's now more than what it was before South Africa deployed in Mozambique. And I think that this right. should actually heighten um, the alertness of our security agencies.
All right, we're going to leave it there. Martin Newey, thank you very much. Senior Researcher and Technical Coordinator of the ENACT Project at the Institute for Security Studies. Hopefully that enlightens you a little bit and lets you make a decision about what you're doing this weekend.